What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 88-9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I'll ride with the wolves. I'll run with the wolves. I'll run with the wolves. And Eric Fry. Why are all the fingers getting pointed at me? It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9, the game. Uh, not so top of the morning uh, to you here on this Wednesday. You know what that means. It is also April 12th, 2023. Welcome in to another program of the uh, starting lineup here on ESPN Radio. I'm here on the radio for uh, the next hour or so. And it's just Travis Sparks hanging out with you here uh, today. And uh, coming up here on uh, the uh, program, got some uh, local sports to uh, talk about. Uh, baseball and uh, softball yesterday and uh, some uh, tennis action uh, from yesterday. As well as the IHSA had a little meeting yesterday and uh not really anything coming of it that's significant uh, for us, but there were some changes to uh, licensing for officials in out-of-state, uh, trying to get out-of-state uh, individuals to uh, uh, get a IHSA license for officials. Uh, but uh, there was, they were going to, and then another interesting uh, bullet point uh, there about the uh, basketball season that would affect that so uh, I'll hit up on that in that local sports segment coming up and also uh, take a look at the NBA from last night as everyone's saying that it was a playoff atmosphere without the playoffs well I consider the playing tournament the playoffs I consider the wild card series the playoffs even though these other People may not, but uh, I'll explore the NBA uh, playoffs from uh, last night as the uh, Lakers uh, snatched the uh, win out of the jaws of defeat. And so I'll hit up on uh, that. And the Bulls, they're in action tonight. It's win or go home tonight for Chicago. So I'll explore those two games coming up uh, this evening. And we'll also hit up on Major League Baseball. Everything in Major League Baseball. Hey, our two localish teams, the Cubs and the Cardinals, had quite comebacks 
last night. So we'll explore uh, both of those coming up here in a little bit. Also, the NHL playoff race is heating up. We still got uh, playoff positioning still up for grabs and some uh, seeding to be determined there in the NHL. So I'll explore uh, that as well and whatever else uh, comes along here uh, in the uh, world of the national football league hit up on uh, some of that as well whatever i don't get to here in the threshold show i'll get to in the uh, podcast and of course you find that podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast and on the website fmradio.com and click on our podcast tab uh, there as well as uh, you want to hit up on uh, the uh, local sports results we got to post it up on the website as well just click on our local sports tab there and that will reveal all of the uh, scores as well and if you want to dig deep into the archives and you missed uh, some uh, shows go ahead and uh, do that we put everything up there on the podcast feed as well as uh, you know speaking of basketball we put up all the basketball games up there as well of course the starting lineup would not be possible without tingley insurance agency and mcmahon meets what pools and spas worth computer repair and a uh, tatopolis staying a bank show them some love there as well we certainly appreciated them for making this possible so all right let's uh, get it going and uh, let's get it going with what i always start the show with and it is up first first things first before we get into the show First things first. And the NBA play-in tournament officially tipped off last night. It's off and running its playoff postseason season. And it started off with two games last night. There was a battle for the seventh seed in the Eastern and Western conferences. And first up, the first game of the night was the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat. And the Hawks end up winning this one 116 to 105. Trey Young was one of the uh, top performers for the Hawks, of course. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists for the young fella there. As Atlanta, they came out and they had a great first half game plan and they executed to a T and they got a big lead. I believe it was up to 20 some points or 24 points at one point. Uh, he tried to claw back there in the third quarter. They got a little closer and I think they cut the deficit. Uh, they may not have got to single digits in the third quarter, but immediately when it was back to single digits, it was the Hawks getting baskets right there. So uh, too much of a hole to climb out of for the Miami Heat. And uh, while watching this game, they were uh, talking about uh, the Heat's not really uh, their game is the three-point ball. And so when they get behind that much, that it's kind of hard to uh, come back. And it showed last night only 11 for 34 from beyond the arc i mean hawks 10 for 41 from three-point range talk about how bad the illinois three-point shooting was this season uh these two teams weren't too much better uh from beyond the arc uh they're one of the top performers there for the uh, miami heat was uh, jimmy butler and also of course mr kyle lowry as well he was pretty clutch down the stretch hitting some big threes trying to keep the heat into this one uh, Lowry had 33 in uh, this one. Jimmy Butler only had uh, 21 points. Usually more often than not, 
Uh, he always turns it up in the uh, postseason as he's been one of the top performers for the Heat in the postseason. And it seems like it's playoff Jimmy. He wasn't quite that last night. Uh, Tyler Hero did pour in a 26. Wasn't a very efficient, though. Two for nine from beyond the arc uh, for Mr. Hero. But uh, the Hawks almost let one slip away, but uh, they ended up prevailing here over the Heat. And uh, so uh, they will advance on to uh, the regular playoffs, if you will. I consider the play-in tournament the uh, playoffs, but uh, they will advance on to uh, the uh, first round of the playoffs, and congratulations, you just get none other than the Boston Celtics, who are searching uh, to get back to uh, the NBA Finals there, and uh, that game will be on a Saturday, and that will be on, I believe that's Eastern time, so that'll be 2.30 our time, and uh, that series will get started there on Saturday, and the Heat, they lose, so they fall to the uh, loser's bracket of the uh, play-in tournament, I guess you could say, as uh, they'll wait the uh, winner of tonight's game between the Bulls and the Raptors, and that game will be on a Friday night, and that game will be in Miami there, and that'll be at 6 o'clock. So, who will it be? Bulls or Raptors tonight in uh, Toronto? We know what type of season it's been uh, for the Bulls. If I had any sort, I'm wearing red, my Cardinal red, because for the game today, because the game starts here at uh, 115 pregame show here on 98.9 for the Cards game. But I'm wearing red. If I had any sort of Bulls memorabilia or attire that would fit me, of course, I had Bulls memorabilia back in the day course with MJ but if I had any sort of memorabilia I would have been wearing it to represent Chicago today but not to be so I had to settle for a Cardinal Red instead uh, this is you know you lose you're done if you win you get to go to Miami to get the heat and you'll potentially face the Milwaukee Bucks and currently right now Toronto some sports books no matter uh, which one you look at it uh, this one that I'm looking at here on ESPN has the Raptors favored by six points in uh, this one in the game with the Bulls tonight so we'll see if the Bulls can uh, survive uh, another night in uh, the NBA play and yeah uh, it seems like the other sports book that I always look at has had six points as well. So uh, we'll see who advances to Miami on Friday night. The other game in the Western Conference for the seventh seed, it was uh, a wild game, wasn't it? That is also someone on social media say, can a game be awful but entertaining at the same time? Because that's exactly what this is. And TNT said it best on the post-game show last night. Ernie Johnson said, are you not entertained? And Charles Barkley says, no, that was awful basketball. Sir Charles telling it like it is last night. The Lakers, they snatched one from the jaws of defeat as they trailed by 15 points at one point in the game. I mean, what are you doing, L.A.? Like, Timberwolves had their two best defenders down and. uh I've, I forgot that Mike Conley was involved in that uh, Rudy O'Bear deal, and uh, he came up pretty clutch, including that one at the end, shooting those three free throws. What is AD doing? Uh, fouling him after he released the ball, and then uh, um, Conley goes to the free throw line to ascend in, into overtime with three free throws, and he knocked them down. And uh, it was quite the foul discrepancy as well. Minnesota had 26 uh, total T 
team fouls, and the uh, Lakers, well, they only had 15 fouls, so a lot of discrepancy uh, there down the stretch, and uh, hey, somehow, some way, the Lakers survive and advance, right? That's the name of the game in the uh, postseason. It wasn't pretty for LA at all, but uh, they end up pulling it out here. LeBron, he almost goes for a triple-double. He goes for 30 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists in the win. Like I said, one of the uh, uh, top performers there was uh, Mike Connolly, who I almost forgot, who played for the Timberwolves. And also I saw last night while watching the game, Luke Garza is on the bench for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Eh, who knew? Uh, also one of the big performers for Minnesota was the big cat. He had 24 points, 11 rebounds, and uh, some blocks as well. Uh, Kyle Anderson uh, dishing the assists rather than dishing out the punches. He had 12 points as well. So, uh, hey, Minnesota shorthanded. They almost pull one off, and they almost beat the Lakers. Uh, but uh, L.A. ends up pulling it out in overtime, and uh, it was um, – Badly entertaining, I guess you would say, uh, would be the best way to describe this one. So uh, the Lakers will advance, and they get the seventh seed, and uh, they'll advance to take on the two seed of Memphis Grizzlies. And that game will be on a Sunday at 2 o'clock. And a big topic of discussion around the coffee pot, around the water cooler today is Dylan Brooks. Uh, from practice this morning, uh, I think it was, or uh, some sometime about the potential of meeting LeBron and the Lakers and said that this is what they want, and that uh, he likes them matching up with LeBron in the first round. It's an opportunity to knock him out early. Hey, I know Dylan Brooks likes to talk some trash talk, but I don't know if I'd give the Lakers any more bulletin board uh, material than they already need, but hey. They barely beat Minnesota. They uh, Minnesota at least covered the spread for my entertainment purposes, but um, Lakers barely won in this one, and Minnesota was out there two of their best players. So uh, I don't know what they are doing there in L.A. But, uh, hey, that one should be pretty good. LeBron versus John Morant. We'll see if the Lakers can pull off an upset and we'll see if the Grizzlies can be uh, disappointing as well so uh minnesota will still be able to uh, play as that game i believe will be in minnesota on a friday at 8 30 and they'll wait the winner of uh, tonight's game between the thunder and the uh, pelicans of course pelicans without a uh, zion williamson who's quoted as saying when will williamson return when zion when he feels like zion is what he said. Uh, New Orleans is still favored by five and a half points here. I guess they feel like uh, Brandon Ingram is good enough to uh, carry this Pelicans team. Don't they have C.J. McCollum as well? But uh, Thunder, you know, they were the complete opposite of the Mavericks. Mavericks, they wanted to get in. They thought they were going to be contenders in the West, and they ended up tanking there with the final two games. And the Thunder, they probably would have wanted to uh, tank to get a better draft pick with all the draft picks that they've uh, acquired. And somehow, some way, they find themselves here in the play-in. So <laughs> you have one team trying to tank, make the playoffs, and you have one team trying to contend, end up missing the playoffs. So that's uh, just uh, how it works there in that situation there i guess so uh definitely all eyes be on the uh, play in the tournament tonight to see if the uh, bulls 
can advance and can advance to uh, Miami on Friday. And we'll see who advances to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves with the Thunder and Pellies tonight as well. All right, so I'll roll on here, and I'll come back talking about some local sports, local baseball, and softball from yesterday, and also take a look at that IHSA meeting from yesterday, or maybe the discussion that happened uh, yesterday that, that could affect the basketball season coming up in the near future. So uh, we'll talk about that all coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all that our family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Steve here at Effingham Tire and Auto Center, ready to shake off those winter blues. Steve, I've been counting down the days until I leave for family vacation. We know with warmer weather comes road trips, vacations, and running the kids. Mom taxi coming through. I'm here to remind you that at Effingham Tire and Auto Center, we can change your oil, check your AC and tires, test your brakes. There's no job too big or too small. What about evening appointments? I typically work late. No problem. We're open till 11 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Did you say 11 p.m.? What about Firestone Tires? Yes, we've been your local Firestone Tire Center for over 40 years. Effingham Tire and Auto Center is locally owned and operated. Give us a call at 217-347-7718 or stop in today and check out our newly updated showroom and talk to me, Steve. It's settled. I'm going to Effingham Tire and Auto Center, my hometown car care specialist. If finding time to manage your personal or business banking is overwhelming, the First State Bank of Beecher City is here for you. At the First State Bank of Beecher City, we pride ourselves on offering products that are catered to our customers' needs. Our mobile app allows you to freeze your debit cards, place debit cards on travel lists, temporarily raise your card limits, receive notifications every time your card is used, and make mobile deposits and loan payments. Let us make banking a convenience in your life, any place, anytime. Contact us today at the First State Bank of Beecher City, member FDIC. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, is your check engine light on? The free fix finder service reads your check engine, ABS, and maintenance lights. It even sends a detailed report directly to your email. When you need to get back on the road, AutoZone's free fix finder service is here. Get the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. Only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. See details at AutoZone.com. 
Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. Not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-297-5533. 800-297-5533. And now. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. No joke. The starting lineup. Blues Brothers. Yeah, the okay. original, not 2000. Yeah. That one stinks. Wayne's World, Inception. You got four with Draft Day. Oh, The Godfather. Now that that is a worthy top ten movie right there. Yep, I'll give you that for sure. I got one from Travis out of five. Yep, yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back to the starting lineup here on 98.9 at the Game ESPN Radio. Live here in the ESPN Radio Jack FM studios. Travis Sparks hanging out with you. Something about Irish music that makes me happy. Gets you in a good mood, right? Let's turn the page to uh, local sports uh, from yesterday. Local baseball and uh, softball scores uh, from uh, two or yeah, yesterday was Tuesday. Tuesday, first we'll start off in the uh, National Trail Conference as it was Brownstown getting the win over Oblong Palhut ten to nine. This one was a wild one as six total runs were scored in the uh, first inning, one by OPH and Brownstown explodes with five in the bottom half of the inning. Three more runs for OPH there in the uh, third and uh, Brownstown gets two there in the bottom half of the third. And then uh, OPH cuts the deficit to just one as they pick up a couple runs there in the uh, fourth inning. And uh, then Brownstown, they extend their lead to two. But then going into the uh, seventh inning, OPH scores three in the top of the seventh to make it a nine to eight at that point. And uh, then uh, two in the bottom of the inning, walks it off for Brownstown, St. Elmo with the win. Uh, Forbes gets the win in relief. He only goes one inning, gives up one earned run, doesn't allow a hit, and one walk as well. 
RBI is credited to uh, Forbes. He had two of them, including a double, and Josiah Maxey had two RBIs as well. So uh, Brownstown gets back to uh, 500 at a 4-4 four and four with the win. It was Dietrich getting the win over Newton by the final of 10 to 5. This one was a high scoring affair as well. Each team scored in the second inning. Newton picks up one in the top half, but Dietrich comes back with four of their own in the bottom of the second. And then Newton cuts the deficit to just one, and they end up taking the lead at one point. They score runs in the fourth, fifth, and then two in the sixth to take the lead. But then Dietrich, they put it away as they score six in the bottom of the sixth to get the win uh, there. It was Dill getting the win in relief. He goes two innings, giving up four hits, so two earned runs, walked two, and no strikeouts. Uh, Niebuhr, you got the start for the Maroons. He went five innings, giving up two earned runs on seven hits, three Ks, and three walks as well. RBI is a plenty here in this one, of course, uh, with uh, 10 runs being put on the board. A Dill gets credited with uh, three of those RBIs. Two goes to Niebuhr and Hardick, and RBI is also credited to Hall, Funneman, and Westendorf as well for Dietrich. Over on the Newton side, Bierman Takes the loss. He didn't even go uh, get an out in an inning. He gave up four earned runs and walked two uh, batters and hangs the L on him. As Gear also started the game, five innings. He gave up four runs, but none of them were earned and struck out seven. And Meinhardt came in relief of Beerman there to uh, try to stop the damage there. RBI is credited for Newton. It looks like they sprinkled him around. Uh, Ferguson, uh, Flowers, Reynolds, and Gear and Oates picks up RBIs for the Eagles in the loss there for Newton, but nice little win there for Dietrich. It was North Clay getting the win over Mount Carmel 8-2-5. It was Okaw Valley defeating Nioga 4-1. Both teams get a run here in the first inning, but Okaw Valley gets one run in the second, third, and the fifth to take this one. Dickens gets the win for the Wolves, and Richards takes the loss for Nioga. Uh, the uh, RBI for Nioga is credited to uh, Stazak there. In the little line, it was Tatopoulos getting a victory over Robinson, a 14-2-1. Plenty of runs scored for the Shoes side, as this only took five innings. As uh, when Shoes got runs in the first, second, they got three in the bottom of the third, and then nine spot there in the bottom of the fourth. And Robinson was only held to two hits here, as Gaddis and Holscher combined for the two-hitter. Gaddis started the game, and he gets the win. He went four innings, couple of hits, one run two walks and nine strikeouts Holscher closes the deal by having a clean inning there it was Robinson taking the loss there was Parker uh, he got credited for nine earned runs uh, Winter uh, Winterrod gets credited for the other five earned runs there RBIs a plenty all RBIs were credited to uh, players Jansen he picks up three of them. So does Waldoff, Thompson, Gaddis, and Crake all had two RBIs. Uh, and uh, the other RBIs were by Custer and Blummer. Gets credited for the ribs for the uh, shoes there in the win 
over the Maroons. Casey defeated Tri-County 4-3. As Arthur Lovington out with Hammond over Paris 15-2-4. It was Mount Zion over Metamora 6-3. Monticello shuts out Mattoon 2-0. Lincoln Prairie saw Arthur Christian defeat Blue Ridge 10-7. In the Central Illinois Conference, it was Macon Meridian over Tuscola 14-8. Shelbyville get the win over Central A&M 12-1. Decatur St. Teresa over Sullivan, 3-0. Clinton over Warrensboro, Latham, 5-2. South Central Conference, North Mac over Hillsborough, 19-2-0. Staunton over Pena, 16-4. Piasaw defeated Litchfield, 13-3. And Carlinville over Greenville, 7 to three. In uh, softball in the National Trail Conference, it was Altamont getting the win over Ramsey 9-2-5. They're not working 9-5, but they did get the win. Altamont has scored three in the top of the first, another in the third, two more in the uh, fourth. Ramsey made it close there in the fourth. Uh, they scored four of them in the bottom of the fifth to make it 6-5, to five, but then Altamont puts some insurance runs there and gets three in the seventh to finish it out. Uh, Limke, she went six innings, and she struck out 17 Ramsey batters to get the win in the circle. Offensively, Altamont had RBIs from Klein. She had two of them. Limke also picked an RBI at the dish. Tedrick, Denton, Tun, Bame gets RBIs. There for the Indians. Newton, nice little win here for the Newton Eagles as they defeated St. Anthony as both two great teams uh, in this one on the diamond. But it was Newton coming away with the uh, narrow victory. Newton got one in the second inning. St. Anthony tied it up in the uh, fourth. And then Newton gets two in the top of the fifth to pull off the dub. Uh, Mulvey gets the win in relief. She goes five innings in relief, gives up four hits, only one run. And 2Ks. Coker did get the start. She went two innings and she also sent one over the fence and tried to help herself and Mulvey as she homered and had two RBIs. And a Grove had an RBI as well. Fear Day takes the loss in the circle for St. Anthony uh, there as I believe Newton is 10 and 1 on the uh, season now. And the uh, RBI credited for St. Anthony was Niebuhr as she sent one over the fence there. Uh, South Central, they defeated St. Elmo Brownstown 12 to nothing. South Central got two in the first, one in the second, and they explode there in the third to go for seven runs there in that inning. Watwood gets the win in the circle. She goes five innings, giving up a hit, two walks, and a five Ks. Baker takes the loss for SEB. Uh, Swift gets credited for two RBIs. So does Webster as she homered and had two RBIs. Schuler had two RBIs as well. Garrett, Watwood, Rose, Reed, Holmes are the other RBIs for the Cougars. As we were scheduled for have Dietrich and Robinson to a matchup, but that game was canceled due to some low numbers uh, for players. So that game was just a straight canceled there. So uh, that was kind of an odd see uh, cancellation there, but due to uh, some numbers, that game was Canceled. Little Illini, Mount Carmel over Alney, 14-3. Lawrenceville over Hudsonville, 13-2. Marshall over Tri-County, 23-7. Paris over Georgetown Ridge Farm, 17-2. Robinson over Oblong, 15-0. Mount Zion over Normal Community, 7-5. Mattoon defeats Arcola, 3-1. And Charleston victorious over Terre Haute, North Vigo, 10-9 in a close one. Villa Grove, they put up the runs here. I'll get to some more runs here in a second. Some of these scores kind of took me aback, but uh, this one definitely uh, put up the eyeball emojis. Villa Grove over Champagne Centennial, 
27 to a 7. 20 run victory for the Blue Devils. Well, that was crazy. Telona Unity over Oka Valley 11 to 1. Hoopston over Heritage 15 3. Central Illinois Conference Shelbyville over Central AM 19-6. Warrensburg Latham over Clinton 8 to 2. And in the South Central Conference, it was Gillespie over Vandalia 11-4. Hillsborough over North Mac 3-2. Piasol over Litchfield 4-1. Carlinville over Greenville 8-0. And Staunton gets the win over Pena 14-9. In high school tennis yesterday, it was only a sweeping Effingham 9-2-0. And St. Anthony with a convincing victory over Paris as well by the final of 7-2 in tennis action but before we move on to uh the schedule for today and the ihsa uh, note uh there was some scores that uh, definitely jumped out to me here looking up uh, these scores here last night uh take a look at this one father mcgivney this was confirmed i saw it on their uh, twitter as well father mcgivney they defeated bunker hill in uh four innings 31 to nothing 31. They scored in every quarter. It was basically like a football game there. <laughs> but, oh, man, 31 runs put up on the board in baseball action yesterday. And this one also in the 30s as well. This also was confirmed by a box score as well. This was not a typo as it was a Centralia getting the win over Kyokia. 33 to nothing in high school baseball in four innings. At that, uh, Centralia scored nine in the first, ten in the second, ten more in the third, and finished things off with a little extra, four more in the fourth inning to uh, finish things off there. So, wow, my goodness, eyeball emojis for sure. Big ones there. Father McGivney putting up 31 runs, and Centralia putting up 33 yesterday. So, uh, definitely a shout-out to uh, those with offense. Uh, a plenty there with uh, the Griffins and the Orphans there in that one. Also, I noticed a ton of road teams picked up victories uh, yesterday. So it was a lot of road warriors uh, there yesterday. So let's take a look at action for today in baseball. We got Altamont at Cumberland, Charleston at Windsor Stew Straws, Neoga hosting Chrysler Rock, CHBC hosting Ocot Valley, Paris at Riverton Park, Apollo Conference, Muhammad hosts Oakwood, Mattoon at Terre Haute, South Vigo, Central AM at Taylorville, Tri County hosting Martinsville and Lincoln Prairie, Sullivan at Arcola, Heritage at Decatur LSA, Villa Grove hosting St. Joe Ogden, Central Illinois, it's Decatur St. Therese at Moreau, Forsyth. South Central Conference, it's Staunton at Nicomis, Piasol hosting Alt Marquette, and it's East Alton at Carlinville. Softball, you had in the NTC, Windsor's Two Straws hosting Central AM, South Central at Flora, Little Line you had Duggar at Robinson, Mount Carmel hosting Hamilton County, Lawrenceville at South Knox, Paris at Riverton Park, Apollo, you got Charleston at Champaign Central, Lincoln Prairie, you got Tuscola at Ala, Central Illinois, Sullivan hosting Villa Grove, Monticello at Clem. And South Central to wrap it up, Carlinville at East Dalton and Gillespie at Dupo there. Again, if you missed any of the scores, they're on the website, fmradio.com. Just click on the local sports tab there. Hey, speaking of local sports, uh, we're all about basketball uh, around here. And uh, there was a meeting between the IHSA board of directors to discuss uh, some things. Not a really a lot to me 
uh, comes out of it, but two bullet points that were uh, significant uh, yesterday that came out of the uh, meeting. And they are making a, a couple of changes to the price uh, for officials when registering to to officiate more than one sport. Uh, the license stays the same, but uh, each additional sport that you apply for a license will only be $10. And so it went down from the $20 price tag uh, there and also uh, the second change for uh, officials was uh, aimed to attract more out-of-state officials to work contests in Illinois under the approved changes the cost for officiating license for individuals who reside in a state that borders Illinois will be lowered and fall under uh, two different uh, criteria all other IHSA officiating requirements will uh, will apply for both criterion for out-of-state officials. Nearly 300 IHSA officiating licenses have been granted to officials from border states thus far in 2022-2023. Previously, the officiating license costs and requirements were the same for out-of-state officials as it was for those who reside in Illinois. So uh, really only officiating licensing, that's the only real changes that came of this meeting. But one of the discussions yesterday uh, that came out of this under the bullet points here on the discussion items thought that is very interesting uh, the uh, board of directors the board provided feedback on the IHSA boys and girls basketball state series schedule and state final schedule the IHSA moved to a new state series and state final format in 2021-22 and signed three-year contracts with their respective state final hosts the IHSA Basketball Advisory Committee will meet later this month to discuss the future format and could offer potential changes to both schedules. So uh, that is a, a very good thing in uh, my book as uh, we love the, the new format in the sense that we love it on Championship Saturday, but uh, something needs to be done and something needs to be tweaked about these uh, third-place games. I know Tuscola and Tatopoulos, uh both dealt with that uh, there, and uh, Nioga has some uh, experience uh, with that as well. Uh, but uh, the uh, format needs to be uh, tweaked a little bit. It used to be an experience there to uh, go to state, uh, but then when you lose there on Thursday or Friday, you have to uh, go right back and wait around until like 7, 8 o'clock or whatnot. Topless and Tuscola both waited around quite a lot there late at night to uh, be able to re receive their hardware and actually play in the third place game. And it just seems kind of rushed when you kind of uh, try to complete everything in one day in that aspect. So uh, definitely we'll be looking out for that, and hopefully uh, that will be a tweaked in that sort of thing. But uh, So we'll have to see what changes uh, come out of that. And it's good to see that uh, they are listening to, uh, I think that's a big uh, complaint uh, for players, coaches, parents, basically everybody uh, kind of feels like that, it's kind of seems rushed with having uh, teams competing twice in one day. And that's just another whole another topic of, you know, it's the waiting around until uh, the third place game, but having to play two games in one day uh, as well is pretty tough uh, situation there. So nice to see that they'll uh, meet later this month to uh, see if there's any potential changes to the schedules for both the uh, state series for girls and boys basketball 
there. All right, so we'll wait to see any news that comes out. If we have any news of that meeting that comes out later, we'll definitely have a topic of discussion here on the show. But right now, I'm going to step away, and I'm going to come back talking about a major league of baseball. And uh, so uh, let's talk about that coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Niemerk Steakhouse is proud to be an independent locally owned restaurant here in the FM community and are thankful for over 44 years of support from you, our customer. The 165 staff members that we are blessed to work with are your neighbors and have kids on your daughter's softball team. They volunteer at community functions and sit next to you in church on Sunday mornings. We work hard to buy local and keep reinvesting in the FM community. Thank you for allowing Niemerk's to be your local choice for family dining. So delicious, always special, Niemerk Steakhouse. People say I'm too serious. Those funny ads for car insurance do nothing for me. I like Erie Insurance. It's seriously good. A great rate, legendary service, accident forgiveness. Not one, but eight reasons to switch. Woohoo! See, I can get as excited as the next guy. Your Erie agent in Effingham is Weiss Insurance. Get a quote at 217-342-9777 or visit weissinsurance.com. Are you ready to upgrade to a new or newer vehicle? Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota wants to buy your car, and we're offering top dollar regardless of the make or model. Our expert appraisers will give you a fair and transparent evaluation. Plus, when you sell to us, you'll have access to our extensive inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles at unbeatable prices. Don't wait. Save the most here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. At Progressive, we love sports and saving you money, so we bundled them together. The final horse now in the gate, and they're off. They're starting off with a double toe loop jump, leaving a difficult 7-10 split. As his movement on the inside rail. Only nine pins separate them now as they head to the final quarter mile. They're neck and neck. It's down to the last frame. Here comes the actual jump. They bundle their home and auto insurance with Progressive. Win, strength, savings, gold. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Attorney Joe Cordell. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Springfield area attorneys. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. And now, the the number one for me what was the best thing that I saw in sports this weekend. That was on Saturday, hole number fourteen at Oakland Golf Course from a one hundred and one yards out. Uh, Eric Fry with a nine iron sticks one within two feet of the cup, and it was a heck of a golf shot. And it was the best thing I saw in sports this weekend. And now. 
Steal my moment. thunder! <laughs> Come on, man! Let me gloat about myself. On 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks with your sports center update. The Springfield Cardinals blew a one-run lead in the bottom of the ninth to fall to the Travelers 6-5 in Arkansas. Springfield overcame a four-run deficit by scoring four times in the top of the seventh. And however, uh, the bottom half of the inning got charged with the loss. That's Ryan Lotus. Uh, Springfield fell to 1-3 and three on uh, the uh, season. And uh, they, again, play the Travelers today. The uh, Chicago Blackhawks got a big win last night. They take down the uh, Penguins, and they score four goals in the third period to beat Pittsburgh 5-2. They had an early 1-0 lead going into the third period, but Pittsburgh had tied it up. Then two goals within 30 seconds of each other gives the Blackhawks the win. So bad for the Penguins' playoff chances there. Uh, the White Sox are losing one of their best players for up to a month. The team plays shortstop Tim Anderson on the 10-day injured list with a left knee sprain yesterday. Anderson suffered the injury on Monday, winning against Minnesota, and he's expected to miss two to four weeks. There's a new sheriff in town for the Big Ten. ESPN is reporting that the conference is hiring Tony Pettit as its next commissioner. Pettit previously worked as the chief operating officer for Major League Baseball and the CEO of the MLB Network. Pettit will take over for Kevin Warren, who was hired as the Bears team president in January, and the Colts are set to meet with C.J. Stroud. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here handling the uh, Sports Center reads again uh, today. C minus stumbled out of the gates there, uh, picked it up, tried to pick it up uh, at least there at the end. But C minus grade myself for the Sports Center read today. Let's take a look at a Major League Baseball from yesterday as the two teams that we care about around here, the Cardinals and the Cubs. They got comeback victories last night as, man, oh, man, there's a lot of chatter on the Cubs that uh, this kind of felt like uh, 2015 or 2016, uh, David Ross kind of compared that to as uh, Seattle. They got off to an early 7 nothing lead, and then it eventually, what was uh, eight to one there at one point, and uh, then a, a big inning. Uh, no, it wasn't, as it was uh, five. To, it was seven to nothing, and then it was seven to one. But then eight runs in the bottom of the third for the uh, Cubbies, including a Nelson Vasquez, Velasquez grand slam. And I definitely saw that video of uh, just the reaction. Hey, I'm a Cardinal fan, but. Uh, when uh, Wrigley was rocking like that and uh, from blocks away, you can hear just the eruption of Wrigley Field. That was kind of cool. I will have to admit that as uh, Chicago completes the comeback. And, hey, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And they finish strong, and they beat the Mariners 14-9 to in a quite a nice comeback uh, there, I will admit, over Seattle. And... St. Louis had to come back against the Rockies. They eventually won a 9-2-6. Nolan Gorman putting a little insurance on uh, the Rockies last night as he homered in the uh, ninth inning. But go figure. The sun rises and the uh, uh, sun will set. And the uh, St. Louis Cardinal pitching, not having starting pitching, not having a quality outing. Miles Michaelis. His ERA now climbs to 10.05. Glad we signed that two-year extension. Five innings, 10 hits, six earned runs for Mr. Michaelis. And then guess what? 
the bullpen comes in like they've been doing for thoroughly going here. Didn't allow a run. Only allowed two hits. Helsley, he allowed a couple hits there in the uh, ninth inning, but uh, that was pretty much it. Cabrera and uh, Gallegos shutting things down. Hey, uh, thanks to uh, Brendan Donovan. No matter where you put this guy, you put him at in the infield, you put him in left field, he'll make a play for you. And that's exactly uh, what he did uh, last night. Nice little uh, grab in left field, left center, as that could have been a trouble uh, with uh, Gallegos uh, on the mound there if uh, something would have happened there. And uh, Tommy Edmond, he was a triple away from the cycle, but instead of uh, possibly driving one into that Colorado gap there, that could have easily went for a triple. Nope, he lays down a bunt and helps the uh, Cardinals put up a couple extra runs uh, there in the ninth inning. And then, of course, the Nolan Gorman home run. So uh, starting pitching. Yet again, uh, shaky, and uh, this is a comeback that you definitely needed for uh, the uh, Cardinals. I know that we're only in the first week of the season, but uh, this is one that you needed, especially with another terrible performance by another starting pitcher uh, there. I'll try to bounce back uh, today as uh, coming up here in just a little bit, actually. We got afternoon baseball for you. Coming up here on a 98.9 at 1.15, we'll begin the pregame show. And then 2 o'clock will be the game broadcast and the first pitch to follow after that. Jack Flaherty on the bump for the cards today against Urena uh, for uh, the Iraqis. He has a pretty high ERA, 0-2, 14.4 ERA in the early going here. And we'll see if Jack Flaherty can uh, not walk six batters. Uh, that would be nice as, hey, look, Astros and Pirates are already underway. Uh, White Sox are going to be started here in a little bit. Hey, and let's take a look at other uh, uh, games besides the Cards and the uh, Cubs. What did the White Sox do yesterday? Well, they lost in extras uh, to the Twins of 4-3, to three, and they lost on a throwing error as well. That's not a good way to lose a game. Uh, the Rays, they keep doing it. They start out 11-0 and 0 now, 162 to go. 7-2 over the uh, Red Sox, and they also hit four more home runs last night as well. And, hey, uh, I almost forgot I forgot to mention it yesterday, but I got to mention it here. Jordan Walker, again, as he got on base once again, got another hit 11 games in a row. This guy has lived up to the hype uh, for uh, prospect, and he just got on base every single game that he's been in. So uh, shout-out to Jordan Walker as well. He's one away from Eddie Murray uh, for uh, the hit streak to uh, start a rookie campaign. The Yankees, they won easily over the Guardians 11-2. Garrett Cole gets touched up early, but he ends up going uh, seven strong innings, only allowing those two runs. And uh, none of those two. Uh, Jose Ramirez had a double, but not a home run. Nolan Arenado, he had a bases clearing uh, double, not a home run though. So we're 0-2 on Dinger Tuesday yesterday. Thanks a lot for that, guys. Baltimore beats the A's 12-8. Pirates over the Astros a 7-2-4. As uh, Johan Bay hits the game-winning three-run homer there in the ninth for the walk-off for Pittsburgh. The Marlins, they beat the uh, Phillies 8-4. And Luis Ariza hits for the cycle in the Marlins' win. And that was the first cycle in Marlins franchise history. That was kind of odd that that was the first time there. Uh, but I guess they haven't been around for too long. Blue Jays beat the Tigers 9-3. Padres 4-2 over the uh, Mets. 
Uh, the Braves get the win over the Reds, a 7-2-6, uh, thanks to a Matt Olsen home run. Also, Ozzy Albies went deep as well. Uh, the Rangers 8-5 to five over the uh, Royals, and uh, that was in a 10 innings, a walk-off for Texas there. Uh, the Angels, they get a shutout over the Nationals, 2 to nothing, and Shohei Otani, another gem as the Nationals. They only uh, scratch across one hit in uh, this one, and Shohei Otani was the only one that allowed that hit. He went seven innings. He did walk five batters, though. He struck out six. Uh, let's see. Last two games, uh, Brewers Day, they got the win over the Diamondbacks. Uh, Corbin Burns uh, outduels Murillo Kelly in that one. And the Giants, they shut out the Dodgers 5 to nothing there. Uh, like I said, uh, coming up here shortly, White Sox Twins, Yankees Guardians finishing up their series, Padres Mets, a lot of afternoon baseball, Mariners Cubs coming up, Stroman and uh, Gilbert going up for uh, both the respected uh, ball clubs there. Uh, the Rays, they're sending out a Bradley against Chris Sale and uh, Kevin Gosman going for the uh, Blue Jays, Spencer Strider there for the Braves, and I saw the Braves lose another uh, pitcher there having Tommy John surgery. Uh, Valdi is going for the Rangers later on tonight, and Clayton Kershaw matched up with Alex Cobb later on this evening with the Dodgers and Giants. All right, I'm up against the clock, so let's close things out talking about uh, the National Hockey League and the playoff picture there coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. And Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Planning meals or cooking, which do you dread more? This is Allie Weber at Modern Family Dinners with some great news. You never have to experience dinner dread when you let me do the planning, shopping, and cooking. I offer great tasting meal choices ready to reheat. There's never any waste because you decide how many portions and no dirty dishes. So after a busy day, turn dinner dread into delicious delight. Modern Family Dinners, less stress, more family time. See us online at modernfamilydinners.com. The best flood insurance is a reliable sump pump. This is Cheris at Winnie Plumbing. The average rainstorm sends thousands of gallons of water falling on and around your home. That means your sump pump has to work every time. Since the same storm can also cause a power outage, Winnie Plumbing can install a dependable sump pump with a backup system using your home's own water pressure. So relax and enjoy the sound of the rain on the roof. You can trust the plumbers who've been serving the area for over 60 years. Winnie Plumbing. It's time to own the outdoors. Dustin Sun Auto Supplies carries the full line of steel outdoor power equipment to help you do just that. Through the month of April, Dustin Sun is celebrating steel dealer days. Check out the FS38 gas trimmer for just $129.99. Save $50 on the FS56 RCE trimmer, just $199.99. The dependable BG50 gas blower for just $129.99. Make the great outdoors yours. Real steel. Find yours at Dustin Sun Auto Supplies. The Cromwell Media Group of Illinois operated radio stations WCRC, WCRA, WHQQ, WJKG, 
and 96.3 Classic Rock is an equal opportunity employer dedicated to providing broad outreach regarding job vacancies. We seek the help of local organizations in referring qualified applicants to our stations. Organizations that wish to receive our vacancy information should contact Cindy Hansen, EEO Manager, at 217-428-4487. That's 217-428-4487. And now, the starting lineup. Eric Price Sports Center updates the Colts are in Minnesota on Saturday night to take on the Vikings in their second preseason game. You can hear that on our sister station, 109, oh, 1090 AM WCRA. <laughs> oh I was still goodness. right. It just sounded bad. On 98.9 The Game. No time to waste here as to close out the uh, starting lineup. Only here on 98.9, we're just staying a little bit longer, then I'll switch things over to uh, the uh, podcast. Closing things out quickly here with the uh, NHL. The Panthers, they officially uh, clinched the wild card spot in the Eastern Conference with losses by the uh, Sabres. Uh, the Devils got it done 6-2 to two over Buffalo. So Buffalo, they had a long shot at getting to the playoffs anyways, uh, but they were officially eliminated from playoff contention. And then, uh, like I mentioned in that sports center hit, the Blackhawks, they beat the Penguins a 5-2, to two, and uh, Florida doesn't even have to take the ice as they uh, clinch it sitting at home uh, with that uh, first wild card. Still up for grabs, though. Uh, Pittsburgh, again, finished off the season there with the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets and uh, the Islanders uh, finishing things off tonight, I believe, uh, there. And then also yesterday, the Jets, uh, they wrapped it up as uh, they get the win over the Wild, 3-1. So everything is set from a team's perspective from the Western Conference. Uh, The Central uh, is still up for grabs with Colorado, Dallas, and Minnesota, and uh, there still is uh, some things to be decided uh, with uh, the uh, Knights uh, there as well with the playoff positioning there, but all the teams in the Western Conference are set now with that win by Winnipeg last night, and uh, still up for grabs there with the Islanders and uh, Penguins, not really sure. I think everything's pretty much uh, wrapped up there. There could be uh, some seeds could flip-flop, uh, I believe, but uh, not a lot left to be decided except for the Penguins and Islanders. Yes, the Islanders, they get the Canadians uh, tonight. Uh, they're in uh, New Jersey, I guess you'd say, or New York, I guess. But uh, So, uh, Islanders, they... Uh, let's see, is this their last game? It is our last game, so... Uh, You got uh, the Islanders against Montreal tonight and uh, Pittsburgh. uh, They'll have one more opportunity there as uh, they'll be against uh, Columbus. They're in the Columbus. He goes to the uh, uh, playoffs there. Doubleheader on ESPN on Thursday with Blues in action on the first of that doubleheader. Uh, So there you go. Only one thing left to be decided. Is it going to be the Islanders or Penguins? Getting into the uh, playoffs, we'll wait to see what the Islanders uh, do uh, this evening. And I mean, come on, Pittsburgh. If you can't beat the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets, two of the worst teams in their respected conferences, then come on. Like, what are you doing uh, here? You don't even deserve to be in the playoffs. But I could be a Sidney Crosby hater, which I am. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, that will do it for me here on ESPN Radio. And uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll check in on more of the seeding purposes for the NHL in the pod as well as a hit up on some NFL stuff as well coming up in the podcast. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. Enjoy, and I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in and welcome to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. And it's just Travis Sparks still hanging out with you. Let's talk some uh, NHL playoffs coming up. Also got some NFL news and uh, notes to uh, hit up on as well coming up here in overtime. So uh, let's get to it and uh, let's uh, clean up some stuff. As uh, Let's clean up some uh, Major League Baseball before I get to the NFL news and notes. Uh, the uh, New York Yankees are dealing with an injury uh, to uh, their pitching staff as left-hander Carlos Rodon is dealing with back tightness in addition to his left forearm injury he suffered in spring training. Manager Aaron Boone has said the back tightness is delaying his next live throwing session. Rodon has yet to make his debut in pinstripes after signing a six-year, $162 million contract in December. The 30-year-old was an all-star with the White Sox in 2021 and also with the Giants in 2022 last year. Uh, The Braves are losing a member of their starting rotation. ESPN reports that right-hander Ian Anderson is set to go Tommy John surgery that will end his season. Anderson is expected to return to the mound in 2024. The 24-year-old began the season in AAA with the uh, Gonette Stripers. While he struggled in uh, three appearances, the uh, former third overall pick has a 22-13 record with a 3.97 ERA in three seasons with Atlanta. All right, and now let's hit up on... uh, Oh, nope, I got one NHL. Uh, thing here. The Boston Bruins continuing to make history after taking down the Washington Capitals 5-2. to The Bruins set the NHL record for the most points by a team in a single season. Boston surpassed the 76-77 Montreal Canadiens after earning their 133rd point of the year. Excuse me. As uh, the game winner was scored in the uh, third period, the Bruins closed out the regular season on Thursday when they visited the Canadiens in Montreal. All right, all right. Now the NFL news and uh, notes from around the league. A key member of the Packers front office is commenting on the Aaron Rodgers trade situation. President Mark Murphy spoke with reporters on Tuesday and was asked how negotiations with the Jets were going. He said, and I quote, I can't really get into that. I know Brian and Joe have been talking, end quote. General Manager Brian Gutenstance and New York GM Joe Douglas has been working out trade compensation to get a Rodgers deal done. Mike Florio with Pro Football Focus said he expects a trade to happen before the NFL draft which takes place later this month on April 27th. 
Um, let's see. Uh, speaking of the uh, draft, the Colts will be getting a closer look at one of the top NFL prospects, according to the NFL Network. Former Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud is visiting Indianapolis later this week. Stroud previously worked out with the Colts on April 3rd alongside uh, former Alabama signal caller Bryce Young. And he currently holds the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. Um, and that's it for the uh, draft. Other news and notes. The Lions are parting ways with a former first-round draft pick. ESPN reports Detroit is trading cornerback Jeff Oduka to the Atlanta Falcons in exchange for the 2023 fifth-round pick. Oduka played the 25 games in three seasons with the Lions. The 24-year-old recorded 73 tackles, one INT, seven pass deflections last year. Oduka was drafted third overall in the 2020 NFL Draft and joins the Atlanta secondary and includes A.J. Terrell and Jesse Bates the third. A key piece in the Bucks defense is wanting out of Tampa. ESPN reports linebacker Devin White has requested a trade out of Tampa Bay. White has reportedly grown frustrated over negotiations for a potential new contract. The 25-year-old already had a fifth-year option picked up by the Bucks and is due for free agency after the 2023 season. White has been a mainstay in Tampa's defense since the team drafted him in the first round of the 2019 draft. The linebacker helped the Bucks win Super Bowl 55 and was named a Pro Bowler in 2021. And also, speaking of a, a man that is frustrated with uh, contracts and contract negotiations, that's Saquon Barkley. He uh, reportedly won't sign a franchise tag before the Giants offseason program begins. And that was reported to ESPN and Adam Schefter and Newsday as well that he doesn't plan on uh, signing that franchise tender. Uh, the Giants designated Barkley as their franchise player last month, but have continued contract negotiations with a former number two overall pick. Uh, Giants owner uh, John Amara said last month that he'd hoped to reach a long-term deal and that he wants Barkley, quote, to be a giant for his entire career, end quote. But negotiations remain in a stalemate as of Wednesday morning, and Barkley will not be eligible to participate in the offseason program unless he is under contract. If the Giants do not sign Barkley to a long-term deal by July 15th, the two-time Pro Bowler would make $10 million in 2023 under the one-year franchise tag. And uh, the GM also reportedly stated that the Giants would prefer a long-term contract for Barkley or reportedly declined the team's offer last November of a deal worth approximately $12 million a year. Sources told ESPN earlier this offseason that a deal worth $14 million annually would have been a range Barkley considered acceptable Barkley also said that at the end of the 2022 season that he was hoping to avoid the franchise tag. Well, looks like that did not happen. Barkley has played, uh, uh, did play the full season this past season for my fantasy team, Rock On, for the first time since his rookie year in 2018, and he finished fourth in the NFL in rushing with over 1,300 rushing yards. He scored 10 touchdowns, 32 rushes of 10 yards or more, and finished with 1,600 yards from scrimmage and route to being the runner-up for the comeback player of the year. The only question, of course, for Saquon is his health. He's been bit by the injury bug quite a bit. He's uh, been uh, hit with injuries for three consecutive seasons from 2019 to 2021 and missed all of the 2020 season because of a torn ACL in that right knee. So uh, 
not really too keen on the idea of being franchise tagged and not too keen on the idea for a kind of low-balling offer there, they say, for Saquon. But uh, you can't uh, blame uh, the Giants for wanting them to sign in the range that they are uh, because of his injury uh, history, especially uh, being a running back uh, there as well. So, uh, that is what the uh, NFL news and uh, notes are from around the league. And I did see this uh, yesterday, and I was going to talk about it, try to fit it in somewhere, but this is uh, as good a time as any. As uh, YouTube TV, they're taking over the NFL Sunday ticket package from uh, DirecTV, and uh, people were kind of bummed out about the uh, pricing uh, for this YouTube, YouTube TV inception of Sunday ticket and I was kind of bummed about it as well but uh, it looks like I'll uh, not to be subscribing again to NFL Sunday ticket but of course some people have NFL Sunday ticket all this time and don't ever use it if Eric was here I would be pointing at him that's right he didn't use it at all and he has the option for the red zone and he doesn't even watch that uh, either what is he doing is he crazy <sighs> oh, well, YouTube TV is announcing the pricing for its Sunday ticket. The NFL announced it would be moving the service to YouTube last year and signed a seven-year contract. The price, here we go. Are you ready for this? It's sitting down. The price for YouTube TV customers will be $349, while non-customers will pay $449 for the 2023 season. However, until June 6th, YouTube TV is offering $100 off the full season package for customers and non-customers alike. For comparison, the previous home of the NFL Sunday ticket on DirecTV charged $293 for the whole season. So, ouch. That is quite the price tag there. I mean, $249 if I sign up before June 6th and the red zone. Uh, will cost you a little bit extra, uh, of course, for both packages. But, man, I was really hoping uh, that it would be affordable. But it looks like I'll try to find uh, some other ways to watch uh, Rams games again uh, this season. Dang, I was really hoping that the uh, Sunday ticket would be a good thing uh, there. And also, they, maybe they were figuring about uh, the delay from game action and whatnot on the Sunday ticket. Uh, compared to DirecTV and what would potentially uh, be the delay on YouTube TV uh, compared to uh, some of other YouTube TV's live sports uh, services streaming there. So, ah, huge bummer. But, again, if you want uh, June until June 6th, if you're not a YouTube TV subscriber and you want to get the Sunday ticket package, it's only $249. Uh, and uh, the uh, Red Zone package is a little bit extra uh, there as well. You have June till June 6th to make your move there if you want to subscribe to the Sunday Ticket on YouTube TV. All right, so uh, that does it for the uh, NFL news and a note sports center papers. There they go. And one other thing that I did want to uh, hit on that I find interesting uh, here is that uh, MLB. Their games, of course, with the new pitch clock, they're shortened, and they're shortened by 30 minutes, and that's good from a viewing purpose. 
But what about the teams? What about the consumers of those teams? Well, uh, with a good thing comes one of the things that probably the teams that don't enjoy. Uh, according to uh, uh, your report, translates to a loss of 280000 to $1.1 million in lost beer sales throughout the season, depending on the stadium and price of beer and really price of concessions in general, not just beer sales. Uh, so several teams, including the Brewers, Twins, Diamondbacks, and Rangers, already extended their beer sales from uh, the uh, bottom of the 7th or kind of in the 7th inning stretch range to the 8th inning, and more teams will likely make that change as well. So we get in shortened games, and we have to make sure that we extend the beer sales and extend the uh, concession sales there due to these shortened games. Hey, you might as well extend it till the end of the game or the ninth inning. Uh, there, it's gonna be what it comes down to. Uh, there, but uh, yeah, that's kind of something that I noticed on opening day there uh, as I ventured to uh, St. Louis to take in opening day festivities for the. Oh gosh, that was the first time I've been to opening day of the Cardinals since uh, before the pandemic. So. That is the one thing that you got to think about that, you know, you got to find your routes to the concessions. You got to find your routes to where the Dippin' Dots located or where's the cotton candy. Got to get those chicken strips as well. Don't forget about that as well. If you want to partake in to uh, adult beverages as well, you got to map up your uh, restroom trips, you know. That's the stuff that you got to think about. And with these shortened games and, you know, the shortened between innings, I did kind of notice uh, that uh, I was timing out my routes. And it's going to take a little bit to get adjusted uh, to that. And teams are already adjusting uh, their uh, concession uh, sales, particularly the beer sales as well. Even though maybe I was locked into the game or I maybe I was just kind of paying attention uh, to uh, the field action. I didn't really notice too many vendors uh, walking around either uh, selling stuff. But like I said, maybe I just wasn't uh, paying out close attention to that. Sometimes uh, when you go to games like that, they kind of just uh, they kind of blend in with the crowd, uh, if you will. Sometimes uh, unless they have a unique call, you don't really notice them there at all. But uh, so there you go. Concessions, beer sales being extended to the eighth inning. Those teams are already doing it, and more teams are expected to follow there as well. All right, so I only have one other thing uh, to uh, uh, talk about here today uh, is uh, the uh, recap of Dinger Tuesday. If you mentioned it, if you missed it in the uh, uh, Trustful Show, I picked Jose Ramirez there. He was due for a home run. He had a double, didn't get it done. Arenado hit a, a bases-clearing double there. I was really hoping that he would hit a home run there, but he did not. <sighs> a couple people on my short list. I don't think it was Arena. He hit a homer. Other people for uh, the Rays, of course, slugged home runs. He didn't. I also had Cody Bellinger on my short list as well. He didn't do it, but uh, one other guy that was on my short list, Matt Chapman, he's been hitting the ball well this season, but uh, he hit Homer, but not my official pick. So 
on your short list doesn't count for honorable mentions. I guess I should pick up. I threw my sports center papers. I did have stuff written down uh, here. So <laughs> maybe I should pick that up. Ah. All right. Let's close things out talking about the NHL as I had to rush through my NHL uh, segment there up against the clock. But uh, still things up for grabs and uh, to be decided uh, there in uh, the uh, NHL. Uh, games uh, going on uh, tonight uh, that have implications. Uh, Pittsburgh and the uh, Blue Jackets and also the uh, Islanders matching up as well. Or that was on Thursday. Yeah, it was the Islanders who was playing tonight. I'm looking at Thursday's uh, schedule. All the Islanders need to do. They win tonight there against the Canadians. They're in the playoffs, so that's all the thing that they need to do there. And it's also, I believe, this is the uh, regular season finale. This is the season finale for the uh, Blues there at Enterprise. They're hosting the Stars this evening. So uh, there are still all other things decided uh, up for grabs in the uh, Metro Division uh, playoff positionings there. Uh, Carolina currently has the one-point lead uh, right now over the uh, Devils. And uh, Carolina closed out the season at the Panthers. And Florida has stuff to play for there as well. They're already locked into the first wild card spot. But uh, if they lose, they would most likely have to face the Bruins in the first round. So Florida still has a lot to play for there. Carolina obviously wants the division uh, there. They want to have first place, a better first-round matchup there. The Devils, they also close out the season against the Capitals on Thursday. And uh, the whoever gets second place would end up facing the New York Rangers in the first round. One playoff matchup is already set as Toronto and Tampa Bay uh, will be matching up in the first round for the second year in a row. Uh, when the playoffs are officially set, you don't want to miss the uh, playoff preview uh, that I'm going to be uh, unleashing on you all and also uh, the NBA as well once the uh, playoff field is set there for the most part. So probably on tomorrow or Friday show, I'll have to hit up on the NBA uh, preview in Boston. They, you know, they could either face the Islanders, the Penguins, or Panthers. So a lot would be decided uh, there as well. And so still playoff matchups to be decided there in the East and the West. Uh, if the season ended today, uh, Colorado still kind of up for grabs with the uh, Central Division with the Stars and Wild. But currently, if the season ended today or right now, uh, Colorado is in control of their own destiny. They would face uh, Eric's Kraken in their first round. The Stars and Wild would match up. Uh, the Jets, they clinched that uh, wild card spot with the win last night. Uh, they would uh, be facing Vegas, and Edmonton would be matched up with the Kings in the West there. So uh, really the only thing left there to be decided is the Central uh, for seeding purposes uh, there, but that's really the only thing that would be affected uh, there by uh, Colorado, Dallas, and the Wild. And Dallas has got uh, the Blues twice on their schedule, and uh, Colorado has two more games on their schedule as well. So uh, we'll just see how that all shakes out for the playoffs, before the Stanley Cup playoffs and officially uh, get underway as they start next week. I believe it's on the 18th will be some game ones there. So Tuesday there, the playoffs 
would begin uh, for the NHL. And I already consider the NBA off and running with their playoffs as well. So it's that time of year. It's postseason time for both sports. And then Major League Baseball can get into a full swing as well. All right, so uh, that is it for me on the rundown. I think I got everything covered. So now I'm going to get on out of here. I'm going to quit on a rant and a raven. So you're probably tired of me listening listen to me jabbering on for the last hour or so. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Hopefully I have Eric back in the uh, studios with me uh, tomorrow. As hopefully he's feeling better. All right, until tomorrow, until Thursday, have a good one. Peace.